Hello and welcome to the 104th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that's already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementation, implementing scripts, or even just cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. Um, and yeah, and another um, Instagram handle that, um, yeah, you definitely should be following is, um, the, yeah, the PBC chat Twitter roundup Instagram that I've, um, put together where I'll be sharing, tips, podcasting tips, you know, behind the scene, um, podcasting photos of, um, of, of, of how I put this amazing roundup together and, um, yeah, just updates on, um, new episodes, you know, videos, sound clips and snippets as to, um, what we, um, as uh, sound snippets of, um, the podcast that's actually get sent out. So yes, please just follow that. That'll be PPC chat, Twitter roundup. Sorry, that's PPC chat underscore Twitter underscore roundup. So underscore in between each of the different words. And this week we have um, Julie leading us in a chat about finding new ideas. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to join the live chat today because I was joining an online webinar um, that was led by uh, Melissa McKay and um, David Svetlar, I believe it is. Um, and yeah, it was the PPC, um, yeah, it was the paid search association, um, which is PSAC 2020. Um, and yeah, it was a nice talk a bit, um, with amongst like some of the experts, especially those in the U S. Um, I really wish like some with all these, like, um, you know, online minds that are coming together, we get more people from the UK because a lot of them I see coming out of the U S and I wish, um, you get more of our experts, um, getting on the webinar front, um, with, um, yeah, yeah, getting all the web up front with all this like online conferences that I'm getting put together. Um, anyway, so um, yeah, Julie, um, yeah, just um, starts us off with um, yeah, a welcome, hello, and thank you all for joining today. We'll be talking about finding new ideas, but first, how are you all doing today? Very much so. Always making sure she checks in on everybody, which is always really lovely. Kami Karis replies, "Good morning." Still shaking, sleep on the west coast. Starting my second cup of coffee. Julie um, then answers as well, doing okay. Busy morning. Colin Slattery replies, howdy all, no complaints here, just another day in paradise. And L Chase replies, hey, just doing my Tuesday shuffle, calls, working, etc. Then she um, goes on to question one, saying, um, let's get started with questions. How long on average have you been working on the accounts you have right now? Now, um, as a contractor, um, a, well, contractor, freelancer, um, yeah, I would deal with different projects at different times. And um, the current project I'm working on, I started working with them in um december like middle or just before christmas like halfway through december so yeah we're talking just over uh five months now like yeah losing track of time with the lockdown 
going on? Aren't we all? <laughs> um, Delgar Thomas then goes, just hit six months, finally getting a hang of them. Um, Colin Slattery, oh boy, would be tough to average, but let's say two years. Have um, one account that I've been working on for 10 years and one I've been working on for five days. So yeah, what was that? Like a nice little average? I'm not sure that's how the average works. Um, anyway, Julia Vice replies, average about a year, some for much longer. And then we've got Amanda replying, saying most of my clients have been with me for about about a year, um, but I have one OG that has been with me for five. Amazing. That's a nice retainer client. Um, L Chase replies, on average, probably three to four years. I have had some for five plus years, and I have picked up some new ones lately. Nice. Julie Piccini goes, the ones that have not paused are less than six months for me. Um, Mark um, Assaltarelli replies saying, so for me, it's a bit different because I've only been at my current agency since October and I'm taking lead on a new line of business. So I'm a new person with new accounts, I would say an average of four months. So yeah, I have been like with my current um, account for, um, yeah, just over five months now, but I have been doing this for yeah close to 10 years now. So yes, I have run some accounts for definitely much longer than that. Tim Halloran replies, average about eight to nine months or so. Got a few new ones recently that changed that average. Love the long-term ones. We're able to build great rapport and stronger accounts. And yes, being able to actually be on hand to see seasonality and to be able to notice um, how things have changed over time and what you should be doing now compared to what you were doing in the previous year. So it's always nice when to be in an account when you've been you've been running um running it for definitely over a year. Um Julie Bicini then goes on to question two saying how do you find a new find new ideas to try in your accounts? Do you have different sources for campaigns and different platforms? So this is the bit where I love working in an agency and when you have those kind of, um, you know, paid search meetings and, um, they, you know, different people talking about different accounts or different clients and, you know, tell, talking about the tests that they're doing, whether it's about, you know, dynamic search ads or shopping or a new automation tool that they're doing. That's when I start thinking of ideas of, um, you know, things that we should be doing on our clients. Um, and then Kami Karish replies to question one saying morning math. Let's see. Five years is my average for all of our PPC clients. Um, and then, yeah, Chills replies question two saying a lot of times I work closely with the marketing teams, including the product merchants. We look for trends in apparel, consumer goods, etc., to try and find new opportunities. You also really have to watch search trends to ride the wave on opportunities. So yes, definitely something such trends I use was something I use. Um, I would say mostly I use it to back up any trends we already see in PPC. So if we're seeing um, impressions like dipping quite a bit, I then use search trends to actually show that it's not just us that's dipping, it's the market that's dipping. And, you know, yeah, searches for those keywords are actually dropping. And it's not because, you know, we've done something, maybe like pause the campaign or, or decrease the CBC too low to affect that impression. And then Julia Vice replies, often I get ideas right here. This community is pretty creative. Yes, I agree. I have done a lot of screenshots to actually show, uh, to, to keep, um, 
um, to keep in hand and show um, some of my managers as to, you know, ideas that we should definitely be trying. And she continues, plus clients often bring us creative problems to solve. It's sometimes promo after promo, but it's often new ideas and expansions from them. Yeah, that's very true. Mark um, Saltarelli replies to question two, saying my personal biggest source for new ideas is my agency's weekly marketing team meetings. Yeah, as I said, similar to the agency I'm contracting with, we swap stories about what we learned the week before and what's going well in our accounts. These chats spark all sorts of ideas we share between our accounts. Julie replies question two saying, I get ideas from you all and from blog posts. Conferences usually provides inspiration too. Sometimes clients have ideas that I need to figure out how to implement and or if it makes sense to implement them. Um, Tim Halloran replies question two saying, I get a bunch of ideas from my coworkers, a lot from Twitter and Facebook groups. I feel like I usually have more ideas than money most of the time. Part two, yeah. When I use dynamic source parameters, I'll get different ones based on platforms. Um, Kamikaris replies question two as well, saying conferences, workshops, white papers and articles. Most of the time I get ideas that are just spawned from something said that triggers a tangent in my mind. Um, Mark, Mark Saltarelli replies, gives another answer to question two, saying I would also say reading is fundamental, staying up to date with digital marketing news is a great way to discover new strategies very much. So even if it's just the Google ads blog, you know, to come up with strategies as to how to making sure that your account is in a a good shape to, um, you know, to, 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 to be ready for any new updates that they will come out with. Dwayne Brown replies to question two, saying that since 80% of business e-com, we look at what is and what is not working in one account and see what hasn't been tried in other accounts. Have others on the team audit accounts and bring ideas to the table. Talk with ad platform reps to get access to betas to test too. So yes, an audit, audit is a big thing. And um, I've worked in with um, in-house clients where some of the managers have been a little bit nervous to do audits or to give like their team members or their colleagues to do audits. And it just means that another pair of eyes, it doesn't mean that you've done your job badly. It just means that you've been looking at the account for too long. It's very hard to see new ideas when you've been looking at it for too long. And when someone else looks at it with fresh eyes, they will see things that you didn't see. It's not a judgment on you. It's just how everybody works. Um, and then, yeah, I've got Amanda replying as well, saying I've got a bank of ideas built up from four years at an agency. I also get some great ideas here, of course. Sometimes weird, random things bring inspiration. Another blog that I also love to read is the PP's Hero blog. And when I was starting in my career, I used um, a lot of their resources in terms of like scheduling things that you should be doing on a daily basis, things that you should be checking on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis. Their ideas about, you know, um, remarketing their ideas about shopping, their their blogs about automation and their ideas about their tips about Excel. I really love reading their, their articles and really um, push my career along. Um, Dagar Thomas replies to question two, saying most of the action items for accounts are a cycle of what's broken, going on to what's the lever to fix that, going on to how long does that lever take to pull, going on to how does that estimate fit into their retainer. Rarely is it a big picture shift and mostly um, is reactive to data. And then Julie goes on to question three saying, is there a new idea you're working on now? 
Um, a new idea that we're working on now is discovery ads. We are just about to test discovery ads and we're going to be setting that live tomorrow. And, um, yeah, my, my, um, lady who works on the project, my, my manager, she like asked me, she was like, oh, so do you want to help manage it or should we, I speak to someone else? And I was like, well, I've never run discovery ads before. So yes, please let me manage it so that I can learn. Cause that's one all I'm all about learning new ways and the learning about new solutions, um, for a client. Julia Vice replies, not exactly new, but I'm restructuring an account right now, moving from vague demand base and lots of waste to targeting most profitable markets. Oh, I think there'll be some great opportunities there, definitely. Kamikaris replies, we are mostly in reactionary or trend watching mode rather than let's try experiments mode. Keeping um, closer tabs on ups and downs right now, seeing shifts every week. El Chase replies, that is a secret. Just kidding. We found some traction with products that were working and we were seeing a lot of interest in site search, trend data and some other areas. We created new landing pages and have launched new ideas, launched new ads for them already doing very well. Dara Thomas replies to question three saying, I'm deeply rethinking my process um, around ad copy creation to include RSAs. The big challenge for me is getting clients to understand how it works and making sure there are guardrails in place for restricted industries. Yes, I have been like chasing my client for um, several weeks now, close to a month now to put more um, in their headlines, to give more headlines because yeah, you can do what is it up to 10 headlines for options for RSA and four descriptions. And, um, yeah, we're definitely not using that space at all. Um, so Tim Halloran then replies to, um, question three saying working on a core test campaign. There's so many cool ideas you can do on that platform. The biggest drawback right now, uh, one finding the volume while still, still being specific with targeting and two proof of concept conversion volume is still negligible. Um, and then, yeah, I replied to Doug R. Thomas's answer to, um, question three, where he had gone, I'm deeply rethinking my process around ad copy creation to include RSAs. Um, Julia replies, Ooh, I use these for my public sector clients and they work great. The current the current search is to get minimum five approved ETAs and then use their components for RSAs. Will that work in your case? Mm, that's some very interesting idea. Um, Dogger then replies, um, dig very possibly. I'm probably um, being too cautious with uh, with it all, but I'm recently I've but I've recently uh, tried to rebuild multiple campaigns, so it's all making my Swiss cheese brain melt down <laughs> right now. Bless him. Um, and so, yeah, Marco Sol Soltorelli replies to question three saying, not exactly a new campaign idea, but we started tracking changes in intent or use case for a particular client from what lead search web website pages. They visit use case indicated on forms and com conversations with sales. Julie Buccini replies to question three saying, I'm not implementing anything really new right now. I do have a client who is using Facebook to study audiences and what re resonates with them. And that is fascinating. Yeah. I remember um, her talking about that in um, the webinar that she was on a couple of days ago. Uh, Neria mentioned of um, cost per, uh, cost per client CAC or CPA or ROAS. It's glorious. So just talking about audiences and how, um, to bring that in cost per, uh, cost per acquired customer. So that's what CAC is cost per acquired customer or, um, cost per acquisition or ROAS. 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Dwayne Brown replying to question three saying, if you're an e-com DTC, 375 peers are finding the um, are finding the newsletter we put out great for ideas as we list the best data trends and reports we come across every two weeks and that's a nice little link that we've got there um and then yeah amanda replies to i believe yeah to julie where um yeah replies to question three saying um i want to get fancy with my audiences i have one facebook ad for a pet product where i have images of certain dog breeds i am targeting people who like that breed um julie replies love that idea um and then yeah chase replies yeah i love this i have done a ton of marketing for the pet industry and pet owners are crazy about their particular breeds cat breeds cat owners as well and yeah amanda goes thanks i'd love to hear other creative audience targeting examples if anyone else has them um and then yeah we've got um julia vice also replying to question three saying is anyone else going hard on pinterest right now everyone is stuck inside and needs a pleasant escape for me it's witcher three the wild hunt for many it's pinterest <laughs> Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. I feel that is a TV show. Um, I think it's the one with um, the dude who was in Superman. Oh, I forget his name. And we've got, we've got Mark Saltarelli replying to question three, saying we are going to use this data to add new site links and update landing content to better relate the several different use cases for their product to a lead's initial intent. And then we've got um, Julie Bicini replying to, I'm um, sorry, giving us question four, saying, do you find that clients are resistant to new ideas or things to try? Does it happen more frequently for any particular platform? Um, since I'm on, only on paid search and like, so like Google ads and Microsoft, I'll speak for only that platform. It is not hard to propose the idea. It's hard for, um, to get approval for it, you know, and whenever we propose a new idea, they always seem on board and it always seems like, you know, yep, they, they love the idea. They love us trying, getting us something new. Yeah. But a month later, we are still trying to get feedback as to, um, the ad copies that we've proposed or the new settings we've proposed, because obviously if they do not approve it, we can't implement it because they're financial, um, clients and everything needs to yeah go through all their security checks. Um, Michelle Diego, um, however, replies to question three saying, I'm helping a client launch an online course to try to pivot his in-person courses to the digital world world during COVID, leveraging Facebook, LinkedIn, custom audiences, which is relatively new to me. Um, Julia Vice replies to question four saying, my public sector, sector client fully told us on a call that now is not the time for testing, which makes sense. Creative types were the subjects, but in a way we're all testing, changed budgets, changed promos, new available, um, available volumes. It's one big Petri dish. Very true. And when Brown replies to question three, saying beyond keeping the newsletter going for ideation, also working on launching a shopping ads academy, makes um, make it the place to level up and master shopping ads across paid search and paid social. Soft launch is June 1st. I think, yeah, that's a very great idea. And that's his continuation with um, his chat about, um, yeah, best data they've got they do a newsletter where they put out great ideas in terms of the list um the best data trends and reports they come across every two weeks 
Um, and then Colin Slattery replies to question four saying, I do find their clients are often resistant to try new things, which is one reason why I always allocate an experimental budget for testing. Very clever. Um, and then, yeah, Dwayne Brown replies to, um, to, um, Ju, um, Julia Vice even, <laughs> where Julia had said, is anyone else going hard on Pinterest right now? Everyone is stuck inside and needs a pleasant escape. And Dwayne replies, and snaps, so Snapchat, their use, their user numbers are doing better, are even doing better than Pinterest. If you have a client, would do well on Snap ads. Now is that time to test it out? Um, and then, yeah, Julia Vice replies, going, meet me on Twitch, mister. This is truly a moment for immersive gaming experience. Um, and, and then, um, yeah, Dwayne Brown continues with that saying, um, the gays have it. Um, the gays I have met on Tinder the last month, it has been interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. How did you get here from there? Is Tinder starting a gaming wing? Because that would be hot. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, we're going to leave that conversation for now. Um, and then I meet Cabra replies to question three saying, no, not really being home all this time has messed with me quite a bit. So I haven't been really been reading if I have energy to even get work in general done. I'm pretty happy. So yes, Jatin replied to Julie saying, is there any new ideas that you're working on? El Chase replies to question four saying, I am lucky here. Most of my clients love to experiment and push the envelope if we can. As most of my clients are e-com focused, the test do have to come with revenue expectations. We're always looking for a new opportunity there. Um, Julie Piccini replies to question four saying, I find it varies by client, their openness to new ideas. It can also matter how you position it. Some respond better to test while others to experiment and others to pilot. Figure out what explanation of trying in a new idea will get you to the yes. That's a very good tip. Um, so yeah, I'll say, I'll repeat that again. So Judy says, um, I find it varies by client, their openness to new ideas. It can also matter how you position it. Some respond better to test while others to experiment and others to pilot. Figure out what explanation of trying a new idea will get you to yes. And so, yeah, and this is why it's important, you know, to build a relationship, to work with a client for a long period of time. Because once you know a client, you know how to pitch an idea that you do want to work. So I'm still trying to figure that out because, yeah, only five months. Um, Kami Harris replies to question four saying absolutely always yes, especially when suggesting a platform they haven't tried before. Um, Tim Halloran replies to question four saying I find it gets easier when a client has done test campaigns before. Also, if they're already on that platform, we want to test harder when we're trying something new and needing to get all the tracking plus logistics squared away. Um, in reply to question four, saying um, um, Amanda replies, most of my clients are open to trying new things, especially if it doesn't require additional budget. Of course, they'll say yes to anything if it doesn't mean more spent. <laughs> I also like to be clear about um, what tests might move the needle versus small optimizations. Um, John Kagan replies to question three, saying oh so many and for a variety of reasons, largely legal or government government policies, I expect 95% to not get implemented. And honestly, half of those are probably for the best. When I run out of good ideas, I turn to bad ones to see if one sticks. And then in reply to question four, um, John Kagan goes, I find those who consumer I find those consumer base is an older 
demographic rely heavily on traditional or have a large number of brick and brick and mortar locations aren't thrilled with out of the box thinking despite what they tell me julie bicini replies to question four and this is a part one of part two i believe if you can get a pixel on the site and gather data it can help make your case too quora is a great example of this install the pixel on the site and then show client that yes their audience is there that's very good thinking. That doesn't cost a lot of money at all. Michelle Yeager replies to question four saying, I think some of my clients struggle the most when I suggest new ideas that are related to their website or landing pages. I've also been working on finding ways to set expectations more clearly with clients before I even, I even start working with them. Um, that is a two-way. And when Brown replies to question four saying, um, this has not changed. We have open-minded clients who let us do what we want. Honestly, we are testing new ideas, creative, ad copy, and just leaning in hard to our, to our successes that we see. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Amanda replying to John Kagan's answer to three, where John had said, oh, so many and for a variety of reasons, largely legal or government policies, I expect 95% to not get implemented. Um, Amanda replies, agreed, a lot of ideas don't stick and that's OK. Sometimes clients like to see the shiny things. Um, and then Mark Saltarelli replies to question four, um, saying that I'm in an awesome place right now where I have clients who trust me and are willing to test anything. Past struggles includes getting B2B clients to do Facebook ads for the first time or explaining how conversion focused bid strategies may decrease traffic. And that's OK. Um, L Chase replies, continues his answer to question um, four, saying now just trying to get my apparel brands to to create outfits we can sell on Fortnite and other gaming platforms. Hilarious. Um, Dogar Thomas replies to question four, saying clients in general hate the words test and try. It comes off as eh, like you don't know what you're doing. And people like, yeah, like little markers to show that. Um, even if you have lots of good information around stuff, clients are wary of having their cheese moved. And that's fair. Um, and then, yeah, Julie goes on to question five saying, um, do you find that you are hesitant to try new ideas? If so, why do you think that is me? No, never. If I think of a new idea, I'm quick to bring it up to the client, even if it's like on the spot, even if I've not really put the idea together, it's always like, yeah, good to bring it out in a call, see what they think. And they might actually bring an idea, you know, a side to it that allows you to form what that, you know, new test should actually be, how it should be put together, what budgets, you know, which, which year's budget should actually be put in. So it's always good to, you know, talk things out before you already dissuade yourself from actually bringing it up. So yeah, let's see what others say but before we get into that josh b replies to question four saying yes some are scared of responsive display ads um jordan stark replies to question four saying i'm hopping in late i feel like every client is different but when it comes to willingness to experiment the clients with a larger budget have been more open at least that has been my experience nikki coleman replies to question five saying no i like to try new things i tend to pilot a lot of new things that come up at our agency and then replace back to the other ams i think what i'd also do is like especially if i'm new on a client and 
new on a budget, I'll mention it to my manager. I'll mention it to my manager and be like, hey, this is an idea I'm thinking of. Also, it might be an idea, especially if you're new, it might be an idea that has been brought up and for good reason has been like turned down from testing. So always ask your internal team, speak about, speak it out to your internal team first, but definitely the worst thing for you to do is just stay quiet. Dwayne Brown replies to question five saying not at all with everyone online and still shopping a lot. You can find out faster if an idea is going to work or not. This is the best time to test and try new ideas if your brand has been seeing a high number of sales. El Chase replies to question five saying if a client is having a tough time with their supply chain or some other operational issues, I would be hesitant to test outside our normal strategy until it was addressed. Other than that, I love testing new opportunities if they make sense. Um, Kami Karish replies to question fighting, not particularly. Balance of time and budget allocation, throw in KPIs of what is already in the works and that determines how much we are willing to change. Julia Vice replies to question five saying, I have troubles with it as research is often light and budgets are sadly not infinite, but testing should be part of the overall process. 70% tried and true, 20% innovation, 10% unproven for discovery. Um, Dogar Thomas replies to question five saying, I feel I'm always playing catch up to my ideal world already. So I don't want to mess up that path by adding 14 more moving parts. And then Dogar Thomas continues his answer to question five saying, yeah, if I had 10K of my own money to test stuff, I'd feel better, but I can't justify wasting 10 thousand yeah dollars of client money because i think but not know that something's the right call every mistake is remembered every success is forgotten yes you're only good as your last success dogar thomas uh, then continues with saying that um, i really struggle with a lot of digital advertising who actually does that is a common question for me example amazon similar products ads clicking ads on local news sites and that's just me being bad at my job wow don't be hard on yourself, dog. Um, and then, yeah, Tim Halloran replies to question five, saying the technician nerding me says absolutely not. I love to test everything. The account manager is me in me is careful with scope budget, especially when my job is kept is to keep clients happy. Still test quite a bit, but I'll do more legwork or analysis nowadays nowadays than when I used to. Um, Colin Slattery replies um, to I believe this would have been question four, saying I really um, I really really want to try Snap advertising, but I haven't gotten any of the clients to bite off on it yet. I have one who I think it will be perfect for, but no luck yet. Um, Julie goes on to question uh, to answer question five, saying um, I always want to try new things, especially when I'm applying what I learned in one account to another, or if it is something that I think has potential for an account, I tend to position it that way too. Um, and this has promise or potential for your situation. Amanda replies to question five, I believe it is saying the only time I'm hesitant to try something new is when it changes something that's working. If it ain't broke then fix it, right? When something works, you change it and it doesn't work and you change it back. Then it doesn't work. That's the worst. Yes. I hate that when you literally are trying to get back to the position of, okay, I've tested something. It's not working. Let's go back to, you know, the last point of when it was working. And yeah, the market seems to have switched overnight on you. 
And then giving us question six, Julie asks, is there something new you really, really want to try right now? And in reply to that, we've got Julia Vice saying, honestly, right now, I just want to restart. I want to get back to the stuff we were planning on at the beginning of this year. Wouldn't mind trying out Quibi. Quibi. So that's Q-U-I-B-Y. And maybe some programmatic podcast ads. Yes, do some podcast ads. I'd love, love that. I need to possibly start doing ads. What do you guys think? I just want to find a way where it's not going to be disruptive to you guys hearing um, some of this great advice that um, you've been used to. And in reply to question six, Colin Slattery goes, I really, really want to try Snap advertising. So yes, he was answering question six, um, but I haven't gotten any of the clients to bite off on it yet. I have one who I think it'll be perfect for, but no luck yet. Um, Julia replies, ooh, one interesting angle you should try is that Snap audiences tend to be unique. Um, they aren't also reachable on Facebook. You have to get on their platform. That's interesting on like basically everything else. Um, Colin replies, that's one of the things that I've been trying to pitch, but they don't think their audience is on Snap. And I'm like, here it is. And still nothing. Um, and Mark Saltarelli replies, I love Snap audiences. I found them to be highly effective in the past, but reach is more limited than other social platforms, so they can be exhausted quickly. Snap also has the narrowest geotargeting I've seen. I literally target gym locations for fitness clients. And then we continue with um, what people really want to try. Mark Soltarelli wants to try um, LinkedIn's new company targeting, but don't have any clients that it's a good fit for right now. John and Star goes right there, as in he replies to um, Colin Slattery saying, right there with you. I actually had a chat with a Snap employee the other night, and I would like to try Snap as well. It's just last on the list of what people seem to think is important from an advertising standpoint, Kami Karish replies to question six, saying just new to particular clients really want to apply ad types that work well for some clients to other clients, but limited by their buy-in and discretionary budget. Shopping, Quora, video and TV ads all on the list would like to apply to some of our similar, our smaller clients. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Judy then goes on to question seven, um, saying, when trying a new idea, what time frame do you generally give yourself to decide if it's worth continuing to try, if it's worth continuing or trying in another in other accounts? So I'll say that question again, saying, when trying a new idea, what time frame do you generally give yourself to decide if it is worth continuing or trying in other other accounts it depends on how big the accounts are and it depends on how much volume and how Im much impressions that you're going to get so we the first thing is actually to make sure we test it on account on an account that has some of the, the biggest volumes and mostly a lot of the brand campaigns you know because they usually have the highest impressions and highest clicks and usually are already on really good performance so yeah if you dip that performance a little bit you're not making it much worse um so yeah it's always good to test a campaign that already has a volume that will give you your data much quicker so time frame is a tricky one i just wait till it gives me statistically significant data <laughs> that's one phrase I've not used in a while. Kami Karish replies to question seven saying time frame is not as important to use as statistical relevance. Yeah, I'm with you there, Kami. Um, but deciding what works on one account is one threshold. Deciding to apply to other accounts is another 
Um, and then Mark Saltarelli replies to question seven saying, I rarely use a distinct theme frame, um, a distinct time frame. I usually wait until the new strategy consist consistently out or underperforms the control campaigns within statistical significance. Yes, I guess we're coming with the statistical significance thing here. <laughs> yeah, so I think everyone very really much agrees on that. Um, and then, yeah, Julie just then goes on to our last question of the day saying, is there an idea or the start of an idea you have that you haven't quite formed into something you can do yet? Can we help with that? Yes, let's do a bit of a brainstorming session here. That'll be great. Colin Slattery replies, have a fully fleshed out idea that's ready to go into beta, but I need a Google Chrome extension developer to help make it a reality. Oh, would love intros if anyone has one. Um, John Kagan replies, free PLAs. I think that um, Kirk Williams and Dwayne Brown are the guys for you there, John. Um, and then we've got John answering question seven, saying depends on availability and excitement level but usually two to three weeks Mike Saltarelli replies to question eight saying um does anyone have a good system for keeping LinkedIn retargeting audiences up to date unlike Google and Facebook there's no easy way to set a date range for time last seen um, and then he continues my idea was to schedule a task for myself to set up new audiences on a scheduled basis to control the look back period but that would be tedious for or for complex remarketing programs. And then we've got Dogar Thomas um, replying to question 18. My dream is no analytics, digital marketing. Extremely few businesses use analytics to even 10% of the depths that analytics can pull. And it's truly evil what analytics pulls about users. You don't need it. The business owners don't use it. What's the answer? So, oh, he's saying my dream is no analytics, digital marketing oh that's an interesting one i think a lot of people do like to see the analytics um behind um the work that they're doing um and then going on to quickly some of the answers we last few answers that we have for the chat we've got ryan bennion replying to question seven saying at least a week generally by day six the trend is shown but i like to plan at least a week for tests um and then he replies question six saying i want to try snap ads or tiktok ads and target an older demographic just to see if it yields results mm, i'd have thought those platforms are more geared towards um your younger um well, I mean, you're, you're, you're the younger demographics. He continues, my hesitation is that the platforms still aren't solid in targeting. And the last thing I want to do is waste ad spend. And uh, he then replies question five saying, I hate the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because mentally, when something is going well, I want to ride it out as long as possible. However, when I break things, I learn faster. Finding that right balance is key. Yeah, I know clients might not like that, but sometimes knowing what not to do, you know, really brings out yeah great learnings for you and noise knows um allows you to do things better when you're creating more campaigns and starting yeah new new accounts or new ideas and new strategies um and then yeah i'll do a last answer where jordan stark replies question seven saying i try to get things within the stage into the stat significant range general time frame feels like it's usually a month. It depends on how dramatic the data is. I feel like there are some calls you can make when money is flying out the door and conversions aren't there pretty early. So 
Julie then rounds us up saying thank you for all for joining us today. The chat recap and the podcast recap that I do will be available from tomorrow in my For the UK guys. will be later on in the evening for both the American guys by the time they wake up and, you know, get their coffees in and, and gone out, gotten their morning emails out of the way their podcast, the podcast will be ready. Um, and yeah, I hope you found that very useful and taking some great takeaways. Um, yeah, I hope you 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 find this this kind of team and this group being a great place to do share ideas get new ideas from you know about doing things like maybe snapchat maybe that's something that you want to try or pinterest or quora um you know there are several experts within um you know the ppc chats um discussion groups um that that show up on a regular basis especially on tuesday evenings um for this chat to to give you um great ideas for your client be they be new clients that you've only been working on for a few months or the clients that you've been working on for years we are here to help you um so yeah hope you've taken some great takeaways and hope you've um and if you want to have a chat about this topic or any media or data analysis solution do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com and also following at our Instagram page, which is the PPC chat underscore Twitter underscore roundup. So remember for your businesses and campaigns to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.